Episode 29, jellopodcast.com at jellopodcast on Twitter. You better follow that shit. I'll follow it. <laughs> you know this song, Chris Fiedler? I don't know this song. Let's jam it out for a little bit. Ask me if this is Big Head Todd. <laughs> yep. No, it's not. It's Black Crow. It's called Wiser Time. It's one of my favorite songs of theirs. Who is this is a driving song. Don't, don't you agree? Oh, yeah. Well, I understand why you asked about uh, Big Head Todd because they have a lot of driving songs, too, yeah. I think. Really, I mean. Hell, that what was that album of theirs that had all those fucking hits on it? Uh, all four of them are on the front, like blurry. Yeah, like, it, love it, it, it was a, a green. Uh, it was a green CD. I think there were eight hits on it, and yeah. maybe two of them were grim. This came off of Amorica. Remember that uh, album with the? Uh, it was like a, no, a who is this? A, again, it's Black Rose. Oh, this is Black Rose. This yeah, is Black Rose. Yeah, baby. It, it, it was the album with uh, like. A lady's bikini bush with like an American flag, and it was like a heavy, fat bush. And by the way, Bush is back. God, George Bush. I've seen Black Crows like five times. Have you? If I have to hear another. (laughs) (laughs) 30 minute rendition of Remedy. This could be my favorite, third favorite song in the world. My first favorite song? Yep. You better bet. About the Who. Yeah. Second favorite song? Yep. Tough Enough by the Fabulous Thunderbirds, and this would be my third. Give me your first. First favorite song? Yeah. Off the cuff? Look, we're not going to hold you to it. Like, Man, when like, you die, 
What was your favorite song you said <laughs> on the, the Jello Potting cast? Your time is gonna come by Led Zeppelin. Oh my word, that's a great jam. It's a great jam. Good choice. That's uh, why do you like that song? Did something happen when uh, no, you heard that song? It's, not, it's it's the opening with the uh, with the organs, like you, just, just. I mean, it's just. Sure. Breaks in, and when you listen to it loud, yeah. it, it starts out. Fuck, I know it. Slows down, and yeah. then it's just plant, just lion. He's just angry. <laughs> She's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to agree with that. It's man, I just I love, especially. I mean, just. I mean, I'm not going to be like, you throw it on vinyl. Just better. You know what, but dude, if you I, throw it on I, vinyl, I, I understand I've it. I've got it on one of those old Sansui. Uh, sure, uh, sure. Uh, amps. I bought it actually on eBay, just so I could play a record player. Yeah, and yeah. that fucker is loud. Well, look on the Jello Pot and Cast. We talk about sex and flex and vans, booze and music, music. biz. We always talk about music biz. Yep. And hell, if the music biz is what you fucking like in music, then that's fucking great. But tonight, yeah. instead of vans, yep. we're gonna talk about sunken Tahoes, <laughs> sunken Tahoes, <laughs> and fishing. You're 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 an avid fisherman, uh, yes, Chris Fiedler. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I can I, I can tell the listener that you've taken me you your grandfather has a ranch in a place called Zephyr which is close to I guess San Marcos Talk about, it, it's south of it's south it would be northeast of San Antonio right what's well, I think you're saying Zorn Zorn Zan, it's over me, the there. Zephyr no no it's all right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, but, it, but, it, but it's yeah. a Z word yeah um, basically in between. Um, uh, there's a road that runs in between like New Braunfels and San Marcos, and it's out towards Seguin. Is it uh, 80, 16? What, what, what's the 92? I always forget. Like I, know I do how, too. I know how to get there. But I do I know this. On Friday nights, you will never find a road more fucking entrenched with goddamn highway patrol. Yeah, yeah. No, From San Marcos to God. It's, yeah. it's incredible. It's oh, really yeah. No, it's a uh, man. Yeah, that's so. That's you took me out there a couple times. Yeah, we had the that that lake is gone now. It's it it, it the dam broke. It had when the levee broke. The levee broke. <laughs> um, how big a, a plot of land is that? Uh, it's about two hundred acres. Okay. Yep. It had two ponds on it when I was there with you probably four. ten years ago. There were four on four, there. but we only fished two of them. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Biggest bass I've ever seen. I think probably fifteen pounds. Oh gosh, no. Easy. No, 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 no fifteen pounders out of there. Uh, all right, eight to eight to ten easy. No. All right, five <laughs> to eight. Know. Five to eight easy was. I mean, uh, we, we normal we, to pull out. We caught there? some fish like six pounds, five to six pounds there. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, good, which is fun, fun fish. Oh sure. But uh, in yeah. fact, I, I felt like. You you you've taken a lot of people out there, and if they didn't catch, you were kind of disappointed. Like, oh, break my! I, I took you out here, I put you on the fish. It break my heart. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I've yeah. I've had a bunch of people. You were taken sweet out about there. it. My wife even caught like 15 fish out there, <laughs> and I mean, like up to four pounds. You know, it was awesome to actually teach her how to work a lure. And uh, yeah, you could have one finger on the end of your arm and still yeah. catch a fish. I, my uh, my son, who's five, I took him out there when he was like three and a half, four, and he caught a fish. Yeah. Um, so that was. I, I cried. <laughs> was that emotional for you, dude? It was big. The first fish he caught. Yeah, because it wasn't on a minnow. I actually put him on a worm, and uh, it's a worm that you don't have to do much. But uh, he actually caught a fish, and uh, 
he was so proud holding it up and i just really I, yeah it was probably yeah i mean i'm guessing were you able four. to take a picture of that and capture oh, yeah. the moment oh yeah i have a video of him holding it up going look mommy i caught a bass and like it just i, I yeah, like, yeah man i mean come on I, I like hearing that that kind of thing that's where i caught my first fish too was that bullshit there. really yep. so that's two generations now that yeah. uh have fished those same bar- well what i found fascinating and I, I think about this all the fucking time believe it or not I, <laughs> uh, and we don't talk very often but you said to me all right this tank we stocked years ago yep. and they're like jurassic bass i mean the shit just they just keep getting bigger and bigger there's a lot of good fish. Well, there's a tank probably, and we walked over there probably, I don't know, half a mile away, would you say? Yeah, maybe, yeah. But y'all didn't stock that one. Yeah, not, not in a long time. No. You know what? There's fish in that one, too. Yep. How did you tell me you think those fish eggs got <laughs> the over there? Birds. Say it. Oh, the birds land in the nest, take the eggs in their feet, and then go... Explain it better than that, you fuck. <laughs> no, the, the the birds will actually land in you know in in, in the a, in, in the pond that's stocked in a pond that's stocked, and I mean during the spring. Like what? Like a what kind of bird? I, I man, <laughs> come on, don't put me on the spot like that. I don't know. Well, answer uh, it. Maybe an egret or something like that. That's what but, I was gonna say. Yeah, an, egret, an egret, like those oh. <laughs> white. They're white birds. They, yeah, those they white eat, birds. Yeah, they eat grasshoppers. They're yeah. they're a long legged bird. Yeah. Uh, sort of like a I don't know, like a pelican kind of thing, only white. Yep. But not a, yeah, but uh, they're like a crane, only smaller. Probably a bird more of that's a pointy beak. Yeah, uh, like wingspan of maybe what? I don't, I don't know. know, three, four feet. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. A big bird yeah. with long legs, and that's the importance of this. Yes, they'll step into an area where there were fish eggs. Yep. Eat stuff, and then fly that. Yep. Half a mile. Maybe I mean maybe for and then land I, maybe. How else? Yeah, no, no. I mean, maybe further. You know, maybe I don't know. It's uh, you know, it could be a pond, just a little hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. So they flew over there and they would land in that, eat some bugs over there, and then drop those eggs off. Because y'all didn't seed that. No. No. Right. I mean, that's the only other way it could have happened. Even the pond you fished um, had gone dry before, and then and there was whoa, hold on. Yeah. I mean, like during a drought, completely dry, and not a fucking drop of water nope and then like it was you know like a puddle but there's not like you know you're not gonna have a it went totally dry are you bullshitting I, man I, I don't lie well occasionally but uh <laughs> <laughs> not on the jello podcast. no but not about this one not yeah not on the jello podcast uh no i mean serious it's yep. gone dry before and then when it filled back up there were fish back in we didn't the do son any, of a bitch yeah, didn't didn't stock it again or anything like that i actually like quit fishing it well i'm i'm thinking like you know, some fish will go uh, underneath like the mud and can sort of hibernate. Well, that's until, yeah, like a rain comes. Yeah, right. Catfish, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, but we're talking about catfish. Ba- bass but, don't. Bass are gonna just die if it goes. You dry. can hit a bass in the face and it'll die. What? <laughs> if you're gonna. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, but if you hit in the top of the head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the equivalent to making me homeless. Right. If I'm homeless, I'm gonna die. Yep. You make a bass homeless, he's dead. Yep. But it rained again. So you know what? Maybe those same egrets flew from a pond that had bass in them. Yep. And dropped more eggs into that one. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, essentially that, yeah. And the conditions are so favorable that the uh, fish grew bigger. Well, there's not any, um, I mean, early on, 
I mean, gosh, if you want to start and get into ecosystems or anything like that, but you need, I mean, uh, there's no predator fish in there, so those fish can live. Oh, but precisely. at the same time, yeah, there's no gar in there. There's no, no but you also nothing gotta, to eat the baby fish. You got to have something for them to eat, and so so what do they eat? Well, you got to eat bait fish, so you got to have bait fish stocked in there as well. But that so do that you actually, throw minnows in there? Yeah, that naturally occurs. That's what actually happens, and Fuck, a lot of those really, yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, I mean. There's that, and also when it rains heavy, um, a lot of those are on like a, you'll get some oh, overflow. It will overflow uh, from one pond to the next. Bugs and minnows, slugs and like minnows and sure worms and shit like that. Yeah, and those things. Just, okay, that makes sense. They all kind of sustain themselves. But I think a lot of people don't understand how that ecosystem I, you know, happens. I, I mean, right. we're talking about a... a this is an uneducated the main pond opinion, was, by the way. <laughs> as far as no, a, like I, I, a, I disagree. Not not this educated pond field, was you know. the, the main pond where we caught a lot of those right. fish was about a hundred feet. It's about the size of it's a football field. About a, no, it was about a six acre lake. It was a pretty good sized yeah, lake. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so uh, six acres. Football of, so say six football fields. Yeah, <laughs> essentially is like how big it was. Right. So, I mean, it's important because a lot of shit runs off into there. I yeah. Mean, well, um. I mean, if I peed on one end of it and you peed on the other right. end of it, it'd almost be nothing. But there's a lot of bugs and shit running down in there. Well, you know. Uh, Snakes, bugs. I mean, those fish eat that crap. Right. Well, if you want me to really dork out, there's a, a guy. I do want you to really dork yeah, I'm a dork, out. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy outside of uh, Waco who actually raises, like, you know, big bucks and stuff like that. But he. Uh, he's what, got, he's a steward of a, like, what, what a, a hunting? Well, yeah. and But he also built these, this lake. And. Um, Oh, uh, in other words, he had uh, like some big earth movers kind of push stuff yeah. up. and But it was on top of a hill, so no other bodies of water could run into it. Okay. And um, So it, it would probably, if I had to guess, frequently go dry. No, I mean, I think, I don't know how he has it set up. Oh, fuck it. Screw but it, it. Waco gets rain well, all the time. It's a 60-acre lake, though. It's a big lake. But he has got these fish in there. It's a big lake. Yeah. Uh, he's got lake, a big lake. It's it's a big lake. Um, he brought this. Uh, he actually researched it, found all these fish from Florida, and stocked it. Dude, they actually uh, the that big, would would be hardy in. Uh, this I can I can show you videos of them catching a fifteen pounder out of this lake. It costs you fifteen hundred dollars to go fish it. Hey, what's the Save a Lunker program? Um, it runs from. Because a fifteen pounder would be considered a lunker. Well, anything right? Or, anything over thirteen. Is how the share lunker works. Okay, and um, explain and, it. And I guess that runs. Some it, people don't fish. Well, sure, they it listen runs to during, this, but they don't know what the fuck that it is. It runs during. It's the Texas Parks and Wildlife Program, and uh, I think it runs from like October to mid-May. And the whole deal is, is what they do is if you what catch. If, go ahead. What if I catch a fish? I'm in Palestine, Texas. Palestine. All right. Not correcting you, but Palestine. All right. Okay, we're gonna go. No, around, no, around I wasn't. All right, what if I'm in De Leon, Texas? <laughs> De Leon, De Leon, <laughs> De Leon. <laughs> uh, I'm right. talking with an underbite, dude. All right, Let, All right. bring it. Sam Rayburn, Lake of Sam Rayburn. Right. I catch a fish. I call. Yep. Texas Parks and Wildlife. Look, I've got a gigantic goddamn fish here. I don't want it to die. I want to. Re- I want to release it. I don't feel like driving the whole no, fish they come to, you. to a place. They come to you. There's actually stations all over uh, 
all over Texas. There's Texas Parks and Wildlife. In fact, they would rather have a person come. No, to they you. they actually show up in this. They they have a truck that so has, that they can sanction it. That has like a big. Well, no, what they do is, is that's the way the program works. Is uh, but you don't they don't take the fish out of the yeah, water. Yeah, they do. They take the fish out. Where uh, do they put it? That's what. There's a little bit of. Some people disagree with the program. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, yeah, I'd love to hear about this. No, but so you you donate the fish to the Sri Lanka program. So what they do is fine. Yeah, so they take the fish, and usually these fish are uh, are pregnant because you're it, it's during the spawning season. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so they're they're way of, more. Yeah, well, they're full of eggs. Right, and, and so they take it back to the hatchery program. Look, if I haven't jacked off in four days, I weigh a lot more. Right. You know, and you got a headache. Yeah, I got a batch of goo. Yeah, so they take. She's these, got a batch of eggs. They let these fish spawn. And then they release the they oh, release the fish. Genius. It's perfect. Into lakes around Texas. Well, what people don't like about it, like for example, here in Austin, Lake Austin, um, because it's a smaller lake, they take those eggs which would have hatched inside Lake Austin. Okay. And they put them into lakes around Texas as opposed to just Lake Austin. You know what? Those people can shut the fuck up because there's only two man made uh, lakes that aren't man made in Texas. Yeah. One is Possum Kingdom. Well, but it's such a diamond in the rough. That's why people disagree with pulling them out of Lake Austin because it's a this little smaller lake. Thank you for lake. saying it. Yeah, it's a smaller lake, and so, and we got a bunch of goddamn activist hippies here. Well, it well, I mean, but, you know, there is there is some you know validity to it, but it's cool because what happens is is when you donate the fish, your name goes on the record books, which is cool because each one who is who doesn't numbered. like that. Yeah, well, you know, it's numbered and also they have a banquet. And it matters. Well, yeah, and the uh they have a banquet at the end of each year for all the share oh, members. Oh, and then by the way, all it, those people get together and it, donate it's to the cause. Yeah, and it's an exclusive club. And so also in the biggest That's fish awesome. are, the biggest fish of the year actually gets I don't know, they have this like $500 package. Oh, by the way, they actually give you a free Mount. I, that's what I call my junk, a five hundred dollar yeah. package. <laughs> they give you a free mount for your fish that you donate. Because the fish gets re released really? it back into the lake no that shit. you caught it at. So you give it back, but yeah. you get a, a rendition of that yeah, of the fish as for a free. Mount. And uh, well, and it's fucking a, what's not to like. And the fish is tagged. And so then there's a number on the fish. Just a like my balls tagged back. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. You, you know it, I'm not trying to distract you. That's Dude, yeah. that's so great. That's, so it what is a cool. great program. So it is cool. So I understand why people do disagree with it. I would say if you get one in, maybe all the other fish you catch after that just return them back to the lake. Um, but that's just me, and I I'm not I wouldn't be mad at anybody who look. The only thing worth eating, in my opinion, uh-huh. and and this is more of a question than a statement. Okay. <clears throat> Little perch. What white bass? I mean, bass smallmouth are, bass and perch. Bass are delicious. Um, I made you a delicious bass. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great big fat perch, <laughs> about size fourteen. I'm, we're melting too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, smallmouth bass. It's, oh, it's a light. It's almost like a sushi. You can yeah, eat it. Yeah. Well, yeah, bronzies. I, I haven't eaten small. What's a bronze? What bronze bass? It's a bronzy. It's a it's a smallmouth bass. It's a bronze bag. Sun bronzy. Panfish, uh, uh, I mean, you know, like I always say, just keep one to two pound fish. If you're ca- keeping fish, like it's bass. If you want to eat, yeah, keep a one to two pound fish. Those are delicious. Sure. Are are you? And that's good. Are you messing with the population no, of the lake if you take hel- that size fish? No, actually, you're helping it. Because um, smaller fish are more active, more aggressive, so they will tend to eat more. No shit. Yeah. And so they're harder on the ecosystem. God so damn, you, you learn something out, on a yellow podcast every now and then. Yeah, that's fucking a. That's great. Uh, 
Yeah. You know, a, a couple of times I went uh, fishing with my friend Travis Martin, and <laughs> you know, wait a minute, we had a stringer of fish, and we put it by the bank, and then at the end of the day, we went and grabbed the stringer of fish, and there was a lot of thrashing around. And a fucking snake had latched yep. onto one of those fish. Yep. <laughs> and we're like. Well, is it contaminated now? Right. Well, not, can we eat that fish because it has snake venom? I wouldn't eat the one venom? that was in the snake's mouth, but the other fish were all right. <laughs> well, Travis punched that snake and he gave, it went loose. Is is that actually when you put a bobber on my uh, on my fishing rod? <laughs> <laughs> I still I don't know. I I just think I, I just think it's fascinating that that uh, I remember that a snake. <laughs> Two things <laughs> that that snake went and attacked that. Um, I mean, I guess it saw easy that. Food. Look, hey, that's easy prey. Turtles will do that too. It's turtles and snakes. no shit. Yeah, I've had that happen. Like fish. where? I In mean, one of those ponds on my, your ranch. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, my grandfather used to keep everything. When we went fishing, it was like. Uh, and it in was, the nineties, they called him a pack rat. Now they call him a hoarder. No, what was great was uh, he's a hoarder. Oh, granddaddy would like. We kept we kept everything. And then I quit keeping fish. I was like, oh, catch and release, granddaddy. So after I do that for a few years, he starts telling me, hey, we don't keep fish in these ponds. Don't keep anything. And I was like, yeah, got a granddaddy, you know. <laughs> but it's actually with a pond like that, you do want to keep fish out. Um, really? You want to pull them. Yeah, because it's better. Why? For because if you have too many fish, they'll all just stay the same size. And it, it's almost like overpopulation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's sort of like stewardship on a uh, like a deer lease or something like sure. that. Like you could take you this size of buck, yeah. or you know, I mean, exactly. Well, no, it's managing the herd. Exactly the same thing. Yeah, because uh, because eventually over time, if you never, if you ever need an argument for Darwinism, it hmm. would be the stewardship of a, a a fucking deer lease. I think. Right. I don't know. Uh, uh, that stuff's fascinating to me. Hunting or uh, or just uh, maintaining, uh, like maintaining a population. Yeah, you you you're almost playing God. <laughs> <laughs> Why hunting a jeep with a speakerphone? <laughs> Hello, dear, your day has come. Man, there's a song by Tim McGraw that I really like. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I fucking <laughs> love this song, buddy. Hey, are you gonna come back talk to me a little more? Absolutely. All right. Episode 29, part two, Jello Potting Cast. Chris Fiedler with me here tonight. Just call me Fiedler. You're lucky we're not talking about comedy. No. Because <laughs> I got none. Love you, buddy. Uh, we're back in a minute. The folks hiding from the cops on a summer night. Running all the red lights. We parked way out in a clearing in a grove and the night was as hot. as a coal burning stove we were cooking with gas.
tried to forget and we swore up and down There would be no regrets in the morning light Hey, dude, uh, you just brought up a, a good point. Uh, I've got an Xbox. Yep. One. You're a PlayStation guy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my closest friends, <coughs> Nick Manteris, who, who refuses to do the fucking podcast because he's a Greek. And by the <laughs> way, Greek families refuse to have a microwave in their house. Oh, really? So it's. I think it's because of this. I think they think that a microwave reduces the ability to for their family to get together around eating time mm-hmm. and I think the preparation of the food and having to heat it in an oven yep. means that they stick around with one another does that make sense I mean the way you explain it they will never admit that yeah. um, because they think it's some sort of a <laughs> indictment against their family take my picture to take my soul <laughs> 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 All right, Sunken Tahoes. Hey. Sunken Tahoes. Chris Fiedler, Brian Upshaw over here at Jello Podcast. Vaginal odor is real. You sunk a Tahoe? Yep. Fishing. Um, I, um, I, I, I mean, I take full responsibility. I wasn't drunk. I it didn't actually, sink itself. <clears throat> no, they don't. Uh, no, I uh, actually I don't really drink when I'm fishing or anything like that because you know to... a lot of guys use fishing as an excuse to drink. Well, yeah, but when I'm responsible, but you don't. I, I mean, you know, I mean, you I, really I, I value the drink. time. I, I've yeah. felt this around you. You really value the time outdoors. Yeah, and obviously, you, you told the story earlier with your son. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, it's important to you. Sure, absolutely. It's not just an excuse to get away and, and fucking get well, drunk I'm, or whatever. I, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm hiding from responsibility when I'm on the boat fishing, but you know, it's my, it is my getaway time, my clear my head time um, from the family and such. But no, I mean, you know, I, uh, when I was actually, when I sunk the car, it was, we were pulling the boat out of the lake and uh, put the trailer in the water. My buddy, Will, was actually pulling the, uh, pulling the boat up. Yeah. And he said, hey, bring the trailer back just a little bit more. You know, I've seen a, uh, a, a funny <laughs> Pinterest of this, some Aggie that <laughs> backed his goddamn uh, jet ski into the yep. car. And he sunk the truck and it has a Tamu on the back. And here I am talking to a Texas A&M fan. Well, a fan, but I'm not an Aggie. So thing I, I happened. Well, well. No. <laughs> oh, fuck. Since your diploma doesn't read Texas Tam. Oh, God. Just finish it. Just finish it and make Iron it fast because we got a lot of stuff to get to. Got it. Got on it. part two. No, man. I was, uh, I got out of we're the truck. The, uh, we're at the half hour mark. You better wrap this shit yep, up. Yep. No, I, uh, I, he was like, you know, back it up, backed up. I hopped out of the truck. I thought I had it in gear. It may have popped back in, but I did not have the emergency brake set. Next thing you know, it's rolling said, backwards. I've done the same thing, too. Well, he uh, punched the boat trying to stop the truck from coming into the lake. And <laughs> That's actually not going to help. Well, no, it did. It, it held up the truck. It'll but, just run it up on the... Well, the problem is, is the door locked uh, when I shut the door behind me. And I couldn't get in the car, but the window was open, so I jumped in. Was it a Chevrolet? It's a Tahoe, yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's top Exactly. Chevrolet... If I might sidebar for a second. Carjack. I work for General Motors. Yeah. And one of the things that I know, because I do warranty and service yep. on General Motors cars. Yep. They were the first in, they were the first to get out there with that OnStar thing. Yep. And integrate OnStar into the systems that lock yep. and unlock the car. The security system. The fuck the way the car runs. Right. And, you know, some people will say it's a goddamn conspiracy. They want to uh, be integrated with the police so that at yep. any time we can shut the car off. And by the way, it saved a lot of lives when that does happen. Right. It's also an interesting thing. I talked to a guy yesterday. He went to the main control center. It's in Detroit. Go figure. Right. Um, it's the OnStar control center. He said when he got there at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. there were it was a, it was a like a, a view of the entire United States. It had right. Red dots, blue dots. Red dots were active accidents where a uh, airbag deployment had happened. Right. There were thirty seven when he got there. An hour later, there were thirty nine. There were fourteen hundred blue things, which means somebody touched the OnStar. Right. And asked for either direction. Mm-hmm. or something else. So the way they pitch it is that it's just going to save your life. Really, here's the other big brother thing about yeah. it. Just anywhere that car goes, right? just like wait, your yep. iPhone in your pocket, yep. they're watching you. No, no, man. And, and so for fleet services, you can right. say, because a lot of times what will happen, like Mayflower, you, you know that, that trucking company, yeah, yeah, Mayflower. Right. Mm-hmm. They were one of the first to say, all right, look, your trucking log, you can only do 10 hours a day of driving. Right. And after that, there's no more. Right. Well, what they got in trouble for was they bought an aftermarket system. Mm-hmm. And it would shut the fucking truck down. Right. 
So the the big hurt was that some tweaker <laughs> trying to make hours. Right. Drove 12 hours. Eventually, it turned off the truck, but he's in the middle of the freeway. Right. And he just has to either glide or whatever. Right. So, anyway, it's just fascinating to me that we're being watched. Right. No matter what. Yeah. So, I'm wondering what OnStar said when it, it goes, oh, blub, blub. No. <laughs> he Man, it, you know, honestly, like, what was crazy is I got into yeah. the window. Yeah. And it was just too late. Because Fuck, I, really? What happened is he had the boat floored, pressed against the back of the car. And, and you said it helped. It helped. and I, But I, I, it took but me. But the thing was still in reverse? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was going, still it was pushing. Going backwards. It was well, still pushing. The back window blew out. Which all what? The, yeah, and then it just rolled back in, and I was in it. And so, We're talking about $75,000 worth of fucking equipment it, here, and you fucking apes couldn't control. Well, man, I, I actually. I mean, really? Well, what was funny is is the water didn't roll in right away. Like, what happened is it came right to, like, just below the window. Were you, I have a question. Yep. Were you kind of fascinated, like, what's going to happen here? No, I was more freaked out that my because I only had the truck like two months. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And um, oh, shut up. Go and ahead. and I just was like, and we had a. Uh, I got out of the. I dove through the window. Yeah. And like I said, the water into the driver's window into the lake. No, no, I was already in the truck because I dove in through as it was backing up. I finally got through. Did you say dove in? Yeah, I dove in. <laughs> I, 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 no, go ahead. Man, even talking about it gets me freaked out so anyways i yeah uh, i can tell um you, so the listener knows I, i'm looking at chris fiedler here yeah. he's like holding his neck he's <laughs> physically uncomfortable talking about this yeah thing. it wasn't it wasn't it was not a good day for the feed okay. let's just say that all right well go ahead yeah. I, I keep um, interrupting i'll shut the fuck we, they threw me a rope i tried to keep it like i dove who threw you a rope uh, there was people in the bank that you know kind of came running out what they stuff. think you're gonna do grab that rope and pull the Fuck 14,000 pounds said, of shit out of the water. They said don't even try it. Well, the reason... What hey, pendejo, grab the rope because we'll pull you out <laughs> and shit. Go Spurs, go. What was happening was the trailer, because with a boat ramp, it's I know. a big piece of concrete and it drops off. Explain it. And that, that trailer dropped off the deep part and so it was pulling the truck back deeper. And so what, what was what happened is, is it got There deep. was no way. As water started rolling in, the windows automatically rolled up on the truck. And then it just went That's underwater. General Motors doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, here's where I freaked out was Can um, you later on it think was like what the, if my son had been in the back seat and How much seat? forethought does it take? Well, yeah, it didn't hold the water out cuz it it was It doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters to me is that they some engineer goes you know what? Some a hole's gonna back his right. uh, boat into the water, and this Tahoe's gonna need to have the windows rolled right. all the way up. Oh, I, I called the police myself. A sheriff came. Did out. you use the OnStar? I did not use the OnStar because I have to get back in the truck to use the OnStar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. And I fuck, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, sheriff came out, called a tow truck, and uh, were we y'all drinking? Um, I mean, I had had like a beer or two, but nothing. Okay, like yeah. I, I went. I, if, I called the, if you were super hammered, it would have been a problem. But I would a little not, booze I, here I and there. Have, I called, like I said, I called the sheriff myself. Yeah, I it's would an not accident. Have, yeah, I why wouldn't would, have called Why it. else would you call? Yeah, right. and I went out and talked to him, and was like, "I'm." He was like, are you, "What did he know? say to you?" He said, "I was like, how you doing, sheriff? I'm the guy who uh, made this mistake." And my uh, name is some young, some young guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At that point, yes. But um, no, we, and how did he, how did he treat you? No, he was nice. He was like, "Man, this is not the first time I've been out here for this." <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, Fucking I had to, crazy. We go got on, it pulled out. Go on, go ahead. Yeah. Um, the 
the funny part is it ended up costing me fifty dollars. That's to, it to replace the truck. Yeah, um, that was what my deductible to replace was. what to replace it. With, that was my deductible was you know fifty dollars. And we, you had a damn good. Well, uh, she, you must have a, a person in your family with AARP or something like that. No, because my deductible is way no, high. Well, here's the deal: is she is who's she? The the agent, you know, the, the I, soldier I, dude. When I told her the story, because she said, "Okay, yeah, well, that's an act of God." So, and I was like, "But, but no, I kind of to me, an act of God was like no problem, yeah. no problem. I'm fine with that. That's just a description. No, well, because to me, act of God is like, hey, you got on the beach one night, have or a hailstorm. Yeah, well, no, sure. well, tide rolls in, takes your truck away. Well, uh, for me, truck. an act of God is just getting laid because I, I thought I had a. Well, I thought I had a collision. To me, it was collision, and I didn't argue with her. I was, too, I had a collision with Lake. You know, I, I, I hear you, and the listener hears you too. Man. But, but I gladly accepted that, and uh, she was super nice, and because uh, I was super embarrassed. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was the story of sinking the Tahoe. Wow, man, that's yeah. that's cool. Hey, you want to take a break? Sure. Let's take a break. We're gonna come back. Oh. Panic, you know, this song picking up the piece. It's one of your favorites. Oh, yeah, you love shit like this, you fucking hippie. All right, jellopodcast.com at jellopodcast. Chris Fiedler with me tonight on 29 part two. We'll come back for a little more with the 37 mark. You got something else in you? Oh man, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <All right, buddy. laughs> See you in a minute. Love you.
All right, last segment. Chris Fiedler, Brian Evershaw over here. You ready to get quizzed? Oh, man. Okay, yeah. big guy. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. All right, we did part one, part two, episode 29. Thank you for coming in. Please be a frequent contributor. All right. We'll see how this quiz You know goes. how far this guy has to drive to get over here? It's a long way. 29.3 miles. <laughs> as the crow flies. No, as, as the car drives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, big guy. Right, hold on. Okay, multiple choice. All right. Is it possible to compress air or water? Air. Correct. Is it possible to eat panties or underwear? <laughs> That's subjective. Can you put your finger in an underarm or a butthole? <laughs> butthole. Can Molly Crew play a song about love or rock? Both. God damn it, I can't stump you. <laughs> What's the worst real reality TV show? I got oh, time. I got bachelor. time. So does everybody else. The Bachelor. Right out of the listeners going, Bachelor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, speaking of The Bachelor, there's nothing like a girl who has like a post that's like, you know, gay marriage is terrible. And then follows it up with like, got to get home to watch The Bachelor. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, because that's love. <laughs> I mean, we all need to celebrate that. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Favorite color? Chris Fiedler. Favorite color? Yep. Blue. Favorite song? Your time is going to come. Oh, I love it. Uh, what size shoe? Ten. On a scale of one to, one to ten, how stupid are you? Six. <laughs> <laughs> If you had to have an earring, if you had to have two earrings, would you put them in both ears or just one ear? Why does it have to be the ear? Um, you can't change the question. I asked both it. ears. Okay. What age is two earrings too old? Is two earrings too old? Two earrings. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. <laughs> Chris Fiedler, Brian Upshaw, Jello Podcast. Love you, buddy. Come back and do it Love again, would you? Would you, you come back me. and do it again? Absolutely. Oh, man. Would you have you me again? <laughs> I'm going to have you. Side bet and and a fresh deck in New Deal. Love you, buddy. Good night. <laughs>